Oh, wait a second. I have to unmute you. That was my fault. There we go. All right. Well, good afternoon, collectors and friends. Welcome to Layton's Loft. How are you today, Lou? I'm doing very well, except for the little nuances we're having here to start the show. Yeah, I look at that as like you're taking off in a flight. They got to work out some things, but it's smooth sailing <laughs> from there. Yeah. Good. Thank God we're not an airliner. Exactly. Afternoon, Preston and Ken. Appreciate you tuning in today, James and Bry as well as Cuff Daddy. What's up, Tim? What's going on, Michael? Appreciate everyone tuning in today to The Loft. So first thing I want to start off with is, please, I implore you, I don't care if you stop by our booth. Of course, I'd love to see you and say hi, but if you are in the area this weekend, it's going to be cold, unless you're doing holiday shopping. There's a big show in Philly. Uh, it's at the Oaks, I believe. We're going to be set up all weekend, Friday and Saturday. And Sunday, I'll be there Friday and Saturday with Crosby. He'll be helping me work the booth. He's already got the money spent he's going to be earning at the booth. It's really cute. Uh, but I at least appreciate Lou. He was asking about the tasks he has to do, yep. what he's responsible for. So, you know, I think that's uh, it's good stuff. Um, what's up, Dennis? Uh, so, anyway, stop on by the Philly show. Uh, it's all this weekend. If you want the details, meaning like the location, the hours, what admission costs and all that, it's at phillyshow.com. It is free parking. They actually have reasonable food there now, meaning it doesn't take an hour and a half to get something to eat. Um, and in terms of a nice balance of vintage and modern, it really does offer that. Um, you know, there, I think Daniel Lynch is coming. A few other folks I know are coming as well. Nice. J5 and, be, J5 and I will be there, uh, like I said, over the course of the weekend. JK will be there a little bit as well. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, some friends. Excellent. Excellent. Should be a good show. Philly's fun. Absolutely. We, uh, you know, don't really go out because it's not really in downtown Philly or anything. However, um, you know, we usually grab dinner one night. I think this time we'll do dinner like it'll be me. I'm hoping J5 and uh, Crosby. It'll be cute. And then the other night they have like, I'll call it like a Dave and Buster's, but maybe a, a, their own version, yep. you know, in that area. And it's like right by the convention center. We always talk about going. And so my son likes to know plans. So I told him Saturday night we're going. <laughs> I don't excited. know if it's I don't know if it's Crosby's first job, but it's not his first show, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, it's it's not his first show. And even though he's got paid before, I could see him maturing. You know, he's accepting the responsibility, meaning he you know, he wants to know what the tasks are. He wants to make sure that he can do them. And, and to be fair, he wants to know how much he's going to get paid. But I don't think he really even – it's like if a game costs 15 or $50 to him, it's just about getting a new game. Yep. So – you know, it's uh, he's, he's showing some responsibility for his tasks. I want to know what they are, and he wants to make sure he meets them. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. And listen, there's of course the chance that we'll do some real business. You know, uh, I don't know if we will or not, but we certainly try to. Mm -hmm. um, we bring a lot of nice cards for sale. And then, of course, you know, the real reason besides going down there to see, you know, folks I don't get to see as often as I'd like is the ability to see cards in person and hopefully buy some stuff, whether it be for the businesses or for my collection, you know, et cetera. Well, it's like, you just like the, you like the business, you like cards. So just going and seeing stuff. It's just, it's just shopping, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, as much as there's competition, meaning, you know, some of these folks are my competition, meaning for selling and buying, of course. Um, I, listen, I'm still a kid at heart, you know, thankfully after all these years, I still really enjoy, you know, what I do and, and the, the collecting aspect as well. And yeah, I mean, Lou, you're basically going to like a mall, but instead of shopping for baseball cards, you're shopping, excuse me, shopping for regular stuff, yeah. you're shopping for baseball cards. And by the way, the mall closes on Sunday. <laughs> so on Monday, the mall disbands, it breaks down, meaning like, you know, there's no more card show. It's a pop-up mall. 
Yeah, it's a really, you know, it's a really good way to look at it. So, you know, we're going to have a good time, but I'm glad that we're going to be able to do like a nice combination of things. Crosby has a half day tomorrow because the conference, excuse me, Friday because the conferences. So we'll be able to get out of here at a reasonable time and we'll head up down there and be there like early afternoon or so. Nice. And the travel load for show for, for on a show scale is relatively light. You're not far from Philly. Yeah, no, I mean, I, if I had to guess, I think it's an hour and a half, sometimes a little bit more traffic. Uh, but, it, you know, it's not bad. Um, there has been signers announced. I don't know off the top of my head who they are, but like I said, go to phillyshow.com, and it'll have all the information there, not just who's signing, but the cost, the days that they're signing. Yeah, they um, usually it's a great site. list the signers, don't they? They do. They usually do. I would make sure you check it out. And, uh, you know, we're not just buying and selling down there, Lou, but we're also trading. So if you're, you know, finding yourself at this time of year, saving some of your hard-earned money for, you know, your loved ones and making sure that, you know, they have something under the tree or they have a present on each of the nights of Hanukkah or, you know, to be fair, a different holiday, excuse me, um, can certainly understand that. So we are trading as well. And speaking of trading, I did want to mention, um, it's kind of cool, Lou. So our lunch cruise show, I think we've done, I'm not sure, five or six episodes or so. And each of the episodes, you know, we have a handful of cards that we put up for sale. Um, of course, we'd love to sell them, Lou, but if we don't, they at least make yeah. nice nice talking points. And in this particular case, if I can, I'd like to show off a trade that we did. Oh, excellent. Oh, hang on. Got to get it over there. I was going yeah, to take your time. Go there for a second. So if you remember this from a few weeks back, this is a 1933 Gaudi hmm. Dizzy Dean <laughs> SGC 1.5. And it's got really good eye appeal for the grade. There isn't a lot of graded. Uh, thanks for the uh, info, Alfred. We are going to be boost 210 and 212. Thanks <laughs> for putting that in the chat, bud. Um, thanks for the help. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this was a card we put up for sale. I, I don't want to misspeak, but I think it was 650 bucks, which was, I, I know it was fairly priced because I had, you know, done the pricing myself and there's a limited amount of Dizzy Deans available. It only has one card in this, the set. It is one of the three iconic sets of all time, the other two being. T206 and 1952 tops. And so Lou, um, you know, a good uh, longstanding member of our community reached out and Andrew had asked me, or I guess maybe asked Chris at first, Hey, you know, with Leighton trade. And I think I mentioned this before Lou, but I want to make sure it's clear, especially when it comes to our vintage breaks community and our just collect community. You know, a lot of folks, if you go to a card show like this weekend, yep. if you try to trade for like a $650 card, Oftentimes, people will want about 50 to 75% more back in trade. Right. So if you figure it's $650, they might want like a 1000 bucks, maybe a little bit more in trade back. And, you know, you, you can't say it's unreasonable or what have you. It's just it's a business. But what I try to do is I try to limit the trading to like my closer circle, meaning like the break of maniacs and people from Just Collect. And so when I do that, you know, really what I'll do, Lou, is I, I either uh, I try to get like about 110, 115% what I think something is, is what I'm asking for in terms of value. And the right. reason why I tack on that percentage uh, gang, and I think I mentioned this is because, you know, if I go to sell something myself, meaning just on eBay, I don't have a deal. It's going to cost me about 15%. Right. There you go. Yeah. That being said, if it's someone we've done a lot of business with and you're an OG member, uh, you know, like he is, uh, I'm, I'm willing to trade about kind of like an even swap, if you will. Yeah, there's no need. To, you don't need to eat the margin. You you just take the margin, and, but it's it's basically at cost, right? The trade is at cost. Effectively. Yeah. Um, and so what we were able to do uh, in this case was he traded us three cards that, you know, I can't say they were on my want list or what have you. 
It was interesting. Two were vintage, one was modern. Um, however, you know, when you ran the numbers, it was close enough. Yep. And uh, what's cool is he, is he saved 650 bucks if he wants to spend more money on his 1933 Gaudi set, that's what he's working on uh, yep. the set, Andrew uh, is. Um, he could put the money towards that. And you know what? So I feel good about that. Um, as a collector, as a dealer, right? As someone who does this full time. Because at the end of the day, right? Putting aside the business, life is about relationships, not just business. Yep. And so I think it's cool. Like Andrew could now spend $650 more on the holiday gifts. He could spend $650 more on himself that maybe he couldn't have done without doing this transaction. And when I, when I say 650 is because he traded cards, which I'm going to show you in a minute, which totaled about that number, you know, give or take. Uh, maybe he owes me a beer next time uh, <laughs> or a shot of tequila, something like that. Um, but, you know, the joking aside, this is a great card for the grade. You can see it's also very well centered. And he was able to reserve his cash. And let's be honest, right? We're all human. This is a time of year. I don't care if you're just giving money to your postman. Money seems to go out of our pockets, respectively, very quickly in the months of December. Am I right, Lou? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so I've been feeling lately. Uh, I want people to take advantage, not just if they come to the Philly show. There's a few weeks left before people's holidays start to kick in. Uh, I'm going to show off the cards that Andrew traded me in just a second here. Um, if you see something in our eBay store, if I show something off that just we have for sale but maybe hasn't made it onto our eBay store yet – and you don't quite have the budget to buy it, hit me up. Email me direct, Layton, at justcollect.com. And at the very least, I will get back to you and let you know my thoughts, but I'll certainly try to work out a trade with you if I can. And that's a good example. We talked about this in the past of thinning the hood from the, from the customer's standpoint and just being more effective with the capital in his collection and making sure he's getting stuff he's more focused on right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, and, and inflation is real, you know, so I don't care if you're planning a vacation, if you're going to dinner, if you're, if you're meeting, like, you know, if you used to meet a buddy for dinner and your annual dinner costs you 100, you know, with alcohol, it might cost you 150 now, really might. I'm making up a number, but uh, the point being is that, you know, do yourself a favor. Like I said, even if you're not trading me, bring some cards to the Philly show and you'd be amazed, you know, what a little cash and trade could do and, and go a long way to saving you. Uh, some of your hard-earned dollars and, may, like I said, maybe use it for a different portion of your collection or a different portion of your life. Yep. All right. Here are the three cards that Andrew Blevins traded me. Straight up, like they say in rounders. <laughs> three cards for my one. 56 tops Jackie, SGC3. Nice eye appeal. Can't go wrong with a Jackie. That was definitely the anchor card of the deal. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Little off center, but nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, for a three... I always look like, hey, you know, if I can't see a visible flaw, because threes, you can often see a visible flaw. Mm -hmm. And that's something if you want to take something away today from the show, you know, fours, fours will often have like corner wear, maybe a light wrinkle. But, you know, when you get to a three level, you're, I would say, eight out of 10 times going to be able to see that wear visibly. So that's I'm not trying to overhype this card, but this, this card looks like a, a four to a five. So that's usually a flaw outside of centering. Yes. So like if, this is not the greatest centering, but this card could still be in a five with this kind of centering. Yep. So there's something else wrong with it, which I guess under magnification, I'll look. I haven't really taken that close of a look at it yet, but I thought for, you know, the grade, it was, it was good eye appeal. Yep. All right. That's the first card. Second card. I mean, I just love this card growing up. Still love it. Certainly appreciate it a lot. Recent years, 
Second year Jimmy Brown and a total collector grade of a PSA 4. I don't know if I'll list this in our eBay store. And if you want to check out, by the way, our eBay store, you can do so at just underscore collect. We have a few hundred thousand dollars of vintage graded cards for sale. And like I said, if you're not able to swing it right now in your budget, but you see something that catches your eye, that you'd be disappointed if you didn't get, try to work out a trade with me. I would be happy to try. And it can be partial trade, partial cash, right? Absolutely. I think it's interesting. I did a deal with Jim Ector not that long ago, a trade. Jim actually went over on the cards he sent me. So he had like a little credit and he didn't want cash. I think he took like another Gaudi out of the store. Oh, nice. So it, meaning cash and trade can go both ways. I could give a little cash or the person trading, you know, me could give a little cash. It just depends. Have you ever done a vinyl and card trade with Jim? No, but that's because Jim's so kind to send me, and I'm supporting uh, his T-shirt, uh, his shop today. Um, you know, he usually sends me the music. I mean, on occasion, I bought music from him. I've never traded him. But that being said, you know, he hasn't approached me with, like, anything rare. Like, if he had a rare Allman Brothers piece, I definitely would be up for, right now, not trying to use my cash and yeah. trying to trade for it. All right, here is the third card that Andrew traded me, Reggie Miller. Monty's favorite player of all time. You know, listen, it's a Hall of Fame rookie. It's PSA 9. It's not expensive. I bet you it's 50 bucks, 40, you know, something like that. But it's liquid. It's a rookie Hall of Famer. Love 88 Fleer basketball. So he saved himself $650. And he also checked off a really important card on his Gowdy set. Yep. And that's a nice 1.5. I like that look. It is. I like the looks of that. I mean, the corners are a little worn, but it's nice. For a 1.5, this is, I mean, like I said, great eye appeal. Uh, so I'm happy that Andrew and I could work out a deal. Now, for the grand finale of today's show, um, I'm going to talk about it for just a minute, and then I don't have them in any particular order, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how. Uh, I don't really even know. Yeah, we'll just kind of run through them. Um, so if you remember just a few weeks back, we had showed off a special vintage football collection that we were recently able to purchase. Yes. Uh, they featured a Johnny Unitas rookie, uh, uh, Johnny Unitas rookie, Lou. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Point. So there was a Bart Starr rookie, and <clears throat> excuse me, when we reached a deal, you know, we haggled a little bit um, with the individual, a woman that sold it to us. And you know, sometimes you pay a little bit more than you want, but you know, she had said in particular, you know, hey, I think you're going to like the baseball portion a lot. Yes. And you know, we're kind of like, well, you know, I, I'm like really. She's like, you know, like, I'm, I'm telling you, I think you're going to really like it. <laughs> All right. So she drops off the collection for evaluation. And I think I even put up a couple of those cards on Instagram. Like, wow, this is a nice, you know, nice group of cards. And I had other cards I wanted to put up on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Leighton underscore Sheldon or just underscore collect on Instagram as well. Um, I didn't want to put up any more of the cards from the collection, Lou. What if we didn't get it? What if she decided last minute, you know, too much sentimental attachment or I thought the cards were worth $3.2 million. You know, like, just, there's a lot of things that can happen. Yep. Gang, we've reached a deal. <laughs> the blog, the video, all the details will most certainly be on our blog and our website at Just Collect. You can find that at blog.justcollect.com. And if you can't wait, we literally have hundreds of collections that we purchased through the years that we blogged about. We bought a lot more than that, but we've had hundreds that we've, uh, written blogs about. In some cases, we've even done videos. So check out our blog at blog.justcollect.com. Hey, what's up, Charles? Hey, what's up, Merrick? What's going on? What's up, Tom? Thanks for joining us here today on Layton's Loft. 
So, Lou, like I said, this is no particular order, and I don't know if I'll go through all of them because there's there's like a nice. I mean, I'm going to show you. This is just the, this is the stack Ooh. of yep. the Hall of Famers and the stars that we. It's not every Hall of Famer and star, but it's every card that we did a line a line item on. Did they come sleeved or did you put the sleeve? No, 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 no. Uh. In fact, it was very like nerve wracking and unsettling. I appreciate that they try to take care of the collection. But many years ago, they put the cards in these nine pocket sheets. Oh. And by the way, this collection, it's nearly 1,500 cards Ooh. from the 1950s. So if you know anything about the 1950s, the only cards that are regular size that fit in the standard size nine pocket sheets are 1957, 1958, and 1959 Tops Baseball. But this collection included a number of 54, 55, and 56 Tops and Bowman cards. And so, Lou, the cards were in – I mean, we have we have video, so we're going to put it up, you know, like I said, as part of this uh, overall reveal when we put out the blog. Lou, there was like a 1953 Bowman color mantle in a nine-pocket sheet where the cards were overhanging yeah. because they weren't meant to be put. And, like, Lou, I'm, I'm doing it, and my son's looking at me like, Daddy, are you okay? I'm like, listen – just stay away while you can yeah. uh, because it's it's like I was very nervous. You know, you had multi-thousand dollar cards in a nine pocket sheet that didn't even fit properly. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, I know you don't have to imagine. You're sorry. Yes. So, um, oh, wait, thanks for joining us from Montreal, Charles. Uh, if you like hobby content, make sure you tune into the lunch crew tomorrow. That's with Chris Gilmore and myself. That's at noon Eastern. Yep. And then we are going to do, it'll be the 49th episode of Trading Card Therapy. It's either going to be at 1.30 or 2 o'clock tomorrow Eastern time. So stay tuned for some hobby content if you're enjoying it. Thanks for tuning in once again from north of the border. So without further ado, Lou, I'd like to uh, start showing you some of the cards from the collection. Like I said, every one of these was in nine pocket sheets when we ultimately were handed the collection to first evaluate and then, of course, make an offer and ultimately buy. All right. All right. So I'll just put the big stack here. Oh, that's beautiful. Look, that looks some of these some of these 1956s are smoking. Yeah. Like I mean, Lou, this is a raw card that's been in the wild for I mean, 67 years. I don't know, maybe it's the way your camera set up it, but they look so vivid and they look so clear. No, these are this is this is why we're so excited. This yeah. collection, you know, we like to say, right, like the collections fall in three buckets, like, you know, low grade, IE collector grade, middle of the road and high grade. Yeah. This collection, yes, it does have some low grade cards. It is primarily middle to high high, you know, high end, which for 1950s cards is awesome. My god, look at that. Great color. Yeah, Charles asked, how are they still white? It's amazing. I, I know. Who is Larry Doby? It's like a Dead Nuts 8. I know. Look at it. Beautiful. Beautifully centered. Beautiful colors. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. 56 Barra. Very well centered. Beautiful. By the way, I asked everyone over the holidays at Thanksgiving. You know, my sister already knows what I do, but I'm like, Hey, does anyone find any old boxes in their house? <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, they show me it's, you know, it's not, it's not, it's never cards, Lou. Just never cards. 
yeah, but they're out there. They're definitely out there. And yes, these cards were sticking out of the pages. Believe me, I was cringing as I was going through. It was God, they're just so crisp. They look brand new. Yeah, no, the fifty sixes in particular were very nice. <laughs> Excuse me. Tom said he had an, uh, her uncle when he went into retirement home, but they didn't find anything. Duke. And, you know, I don't know about you, Lou, and the gang out there, but you definitely noticed kind of right away, which I was impressed because you're not a card guy per se, yeah. right, is that I've handled these cards a lot, you know, through the years. But when you handle a collection that's been kept well, even when they're off-centered, yeah, it I really thought, brings... I was questioning whether you guys had a different setup or everything because they just look so No, weird. No, it brings a smile to my face, Lou. You know, so this is not mint. This is like an X to X mint K line, but still, that's better than average that I find. Yep. Um, Chris, I'd love to send everything to PSA Express, but just to be clear, I don't advise that because PSA charges a lot, and so yep. you know you have to, you really have to take your time looking through their services and the cards um, that have to be submitted at certain levels. So that way, you know, you don't have to get a second mortgage just to pay for grading more margin, right? It's just more margin. Oh, oh look at that. Will and Ace. What is that? Which mantle? Oh, I thought J five was like throwing me off camera. I'm like, man, these guys don't give me any camera time. Lou. It's incredible. <laughs> they get jobs to do. Uh, now they do. We're very busy here and we're grateful to be that. By the way, this isn't even the 1956s that we bought. I don't know if you guys heard because it's been crazy busy. We actually bought that 56 Tops baseball set from that gentleman who came back for a third time. Oh, really? And that's, that's not even these. That landed, huh? Yeah. That landed. It, the guy is a fascinating gentleman. I'm glad that I got to sit down. Look at this. Gorgeous Luis Aparicio rookie. Oh, whenever I think of Luis Aparicio, I think of him falling, going around third in Detroit. That's all I think of which is criminal because he was such a great player. I mean, Koufax, this is like a bad condition card for this collection. Yep. Meaning it's like a little bit off-centered. You know, it's still white. Yeah, this is like, this is ugly for this collection. Yep. But still, there's some value there. I mean, it's off-centered, but you have the card, right? You have of course. Third-year Clemente, I can yep. tell you right now, that card in that condition is 250 Lou. Yep. Bang. Now, I got to tell you. Look at that. I've, oh, I've started to buy some Jackies for the PC. And I have one requirement. They just have to be centered. Yep. Lou, this one is screaming to me. It's right there. Please take me home. <laughs> Put me in your collection. Come on, 80% of the cards do that to you. You know that, right? They do, but but the Jackies in particular, I've started to focus on. Larry asked, are all card. the backs the same or a mix? Larry, great question so far. Here's your answer. Every card gray so far. Yep. So they're gray. By the way, or... that, con that concludes the 56 tops highlights. Doesn't mean there's not more in the collection. And my, the, the cards are just so crisp. <laughs> Excuse me. Like the commons are fun to go through because they're really nice. Yeah. 
All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blast through these quickly in the 55 Bowmans because I still want to show some more. And I can see we're running out of time because I enjoy it too much. That's the problem. Was there a mantle in there, Jeff asks? Not in 56, no, but there are several other mantles. I was going to say, it's not even a show here without a mantle showing up. Yeah, look at these. These look are in nice that. condition. A little less on the Barra. It's like I keep thinking museum quality. Yeah, no, these are great. I think there is yeah there's a 55 bowman mantle i don't think it was a mint or anything yeah it's just okay but still i'm saying like when this card's just okay yeah this card would be you know it's still a highlight but in terms of condition there's many nicer cards in this collection this card is by no means a beater it's like a four-ish maybe a five yeah but it only looks that way in that collection if you had it on its yeah. own you'd be impressed all right so here is i'm excited to show you the 53 bowman colors are my favorite in this collection all right here is some of the 54 tops Oh, Charles, it's interesting. I'm uh, buying the key cards of the 53 top set. I'm not going to collect the set, but I'm working on Hall of Famers. Mm. Here's a 54 Jackie Lou. This is the problem. Also well-centered. Yep. I can't <laughs> buy them all. <laughs> yeah, who says? Nice 54 Maze. Exactly. It's holiday time. Treat yourself. Spoil yourself, right. right? That's right. I've heard of that guy. Teddy Ballgame. Yogi Barra. By the way, speaking of Teddy Ballgame, if you don't follow us on Facebook, uh, we run a fantastic page dedicated to baseball. My buddy Joe and I call 20th Century mm -hmm. um, uh, Shock Me Baseball page. A lot of fun facts. But he produced, uh, Joe produced some really cool content on IG for me or for us. Um, you know, about Teddy Ballgame when he was talking, talking about the strike zone, uh, being called the greatest hitter that ever lived. You know, so check us out, like I said, on Facebook or you can see some of that content posted across our Vintage Breaks, Just Collect, and Leighton Sheldon IG accounts. Do you see the Yogi documentary? I didn't see that either. Just started it. Yep. It's funny. The K-Line rookie was like, we went through, and there was, you know, I went through pretty fast. And the second time through, I'm like, oh, my God, I missed a K-Line rookie in a nine-pocket sheet. <laughs> All right, so let's see what we got next here. Uh, is there a 54 Bowman Mantle? I don't remember. Oh, there is. Okay. All right, so we're going to show you a couple highlights of 54 Bowman, and then we're going to move right into 53s. Oh, there we go. It's very sharp, just a little bit off center left to right. Yeah. That's a nice maze, Lou. Look at that. Beautiful. Nicely. Like dead nuts. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is gorgeous. Prime example. Good and Folks, sharp. Folks, if you're having a good time, make sure you smash that like button and subscribe to the channel so you know yep. each and every time we produce cool hobby content just like this. Subscribe on YouTube and like us on Facebook. Uh, all right. So we're cutting through the rest of the 54 Bowmans. All right. Now. <laughs> here we go. What, I'm going to see what else we have left here. Okay. So. We're going to finish up with the 53s, and we're just going to save some more for, like, you know, make sure you tune in tomorrow to Trading Card Therapy. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's yellow letters in 58. I mean, look at that. It looks like a mint yellow letter of Gil McDougal. This is insane. Oh, I didn't pull. Oh, my God. I'm going to show off some of the raw cards tomorrow on Trading Card Therapy. It's fantastic. All right. All right let me just tomorrow. shuffle the – yep, let me shuffle the, the – oh, yeah, the 53 bone collar. I remember the usual was creased, and I'm like, imposter. What are you doing in my collection? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. 
So we're going to run through right now just the Bowman colors to finish up today's episode of Layton's Loft, sponsored by Just Collect and Vintage Breaks. That black border makes centering so crucial in this set. Yeah, but to me, this is one of the greatest sets ever made. The color photos are amazing. So simple, too. Yeah, that's what I mean, Lou. With like reeks of baseball, it's classic, yeah. timeless. Yeah, Tom says one all this in one collection, too. That's what we've kind of lost sight of. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. So she wasn't kidding when she said you're going to like the baseball collection. Oh, we liked it. <laughs> we liked it a lot. Look at that. I mean, that card is like dead nut center. This thing's beautiful. Yep. Gorgeous. Oh, great shot. Love it. Love yeah. it. We're getting down to the last couple, but these are all beauties. One of my favorite cards in the 53 Bowman set, sitting there with the, uh, with the catcher's mask. This card is notoriously tough to find well-centered. It's beautifully centered. It's, great. it's a great example. Folks, we are now accepting layaway. We'll start you on a plan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we do trades. We, we are willing to work with you. All right, here's the last two cards. They're both beauties. Love that one. Oh, Lou, just look at this. Yeah. Beautifully mm. centered. I love that shot. Mike says, so you're saying men need to listen to women when they say something? We listen, Mike. You know, uh, I listen sometimes, sure. Uh, I went out to introduce myself after we bought the collection because I didn't spend a lot of time with her while we were processing it. And, you know, uh, wanted to assure her that she could take the check and cross, you know, uh, check, um, excuse me, cash it across the street because it's a large number. You know, it's yep. easily five figures plus. Um, and... She's like, no, I just want to thank you. J5 is the best. And like, really, I feel like sometimes J5 is paying them to say this, but I realize that he's not. And um, no, you've you know, the joking aside, you know, it's, you know, it's real. You found out. Yeah. You know, the joking aside, right. J5 does a wonderful job with these folks. And, you know, this woman was actually referred by a friend who was just in town. So our store was impressed and said, you know, didn't you have like your husband's old card collection? She's like, ah, you know, sure. I'll check it out. Well, you know, she the football, we turned around pretty quickly. We were, of course, excited. And she's like, would you like the baseball? And we're like, excuse me, there's baseball? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We want, you know, it's like it's like offering a treat to a dog, and then you show the dog another treat. Does the dog – Argon, maybe he rest in peace. Did Argon ever say, I don't want a treat? The only time he would not take a treat is if he was physically ill. That's what I kept thinking through of this. She didn't lead with the baseball collection? She went with the I, I was, I'm telling you. Folks say this all the time. Like, oh, you know, how do people who don't know – you know, get a fair price. Let me tell you, this woman knows more than some people that are going to know this weekend in Philly. Yeah. She had the cards organized by $50 and up and this and that. Like, believe me, she knew that I was so thorough with this collection. I'm sure you can appreciate this all. I'm always thorough. Yeah. But this collection in particular, not only did I want it, I'm like, I pretended I was doing her a book report for like my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Serta, yep. who was beyond strict. But I knew that if I could get a good grade on Mrs. Serta's book report, I was going to be a smart guy. Yep. So that's the way I looked at this. I'm like, you know, I just wanted to be ready in case she's like, how about 58 yellow letter Gil McDougal? Bang. Have it itemized. How about a blah, 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 50? Like I had, I was ready for everything and anything. 
yeah, you wanted to be on her level. Make sure you communicate on a good level. And, you know, one thing, this is not lost on me. I want to close with this thought, especially if you do what I do. But but even if you don't and you go to a convention and you're dealing with someone, it might be lost on you in the moment. I get why. But don't forget sometimes. Like when I bought this woman's collection, I'm like, oh, it's a bunch of money, whatever. It's been with the woman and her husband for a long time. And it doesn't mean they're entitled to more money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just human. Yep. I didn't just give her a lot of money for an old car part. Yeah. Like that she had laying around that meant nothing to her. No, so my point is if you're a husband, so it meant something to her. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm trying to get to, and I think I want to hear your thoughts on this, Lou, but I think you'll concur. If you go to the convention, if they have a Babe Ruth Gowdy in the case, I feel like, and, and this is not like I'm not defending dealers. I'm just trying to have it to have like as nice an interaction for folks as possible, right? I know sometimes dealers are sitting there staring off into space. They're not as, you know, um, in tune as they should be. But putting all that aside, because we're all guilty of that sometimes in our lives, that when you go up, if you're trying to do a deal, I feel like people have done this to me. They're like, oh, that card's only $400. Like, what do you care? Yeah. Not so much that I, I have the money, but it's also like, it's just another card to you. No, don't speak for me. Yeah. I'm going to say it here again. If I had all of the resources in the world, of course, I'd make sure Crosby was set for life. Yeah. But after that, oh, you bet your ass, I'm not selling any of my effing cards. So what I'm trying to say is when you go to the convention, very few people are like just business only. So just keep that in mind, whether it be you're buying a memory, like from this woman and her family, whether it be you're buying someone's prize card that they didn't want or they don't want to sell, Lou, but they're going to use that money to make the down payment on their kid's college. Yes. They're going to put in a new deck in the spring, or they know that every year they spend $3,500 on the holidays, which is not crazy to think that you could do that. And guess what? This year, they don't want to put it on their credit card. It's not that they don't want to keep their Babe Ruth card or that they don't want to keep their Mickey Mantle. So I just know for me, at least, because I love what I do and I don't have to fake it, folks, like, they get it. Like, this woman, I'm not saying she, because she was paid very fairly, but she understood what I said to her because I thought she blew us off. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, if you get a chance, you know, just give us the story, like, behind the collection. We'll use it for the blog. I thought she just, like, could give a flying shit, candidly. I was like, hey, give me the money. I'm going to go to the bank. Peace and love. You know what I mean? Happy holidays. You know, blah, blah. No, like this, this woman wants to see as tasteful a story as possible put up about her husband's collection. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, well, what Vintage Breaks does best, and I think everybody here will agree with this, is it, it skirts that balance between transactional and emotional. And it, it, there's some value in there beyond monetary. It's not just transactional. And that's what I love about the Vintage Breaks community. And it's it's got a perfect balance. Yes, it's transactional. We all want transactional, but we also want to recognize the value behind this stuff that's that's you know that can't be expressed in dollars and cents. Absolutely. And along those lines, because I actually just got goosebumps, I was not planning on giving away a card today. Uh, but it is the holiday time. And, you know, if we didn't keep track, Lou, we'll just give it away on the show to start when they go live. But I'm going to choose right now. I'll show you what the card will be. I'm going to choose a Hall of Famer from the collection. 
that we're going to give away live during our Vintage Breaks stream today, shortly after we go live. All right. Give me one second here. Who are we going to who are we going to give away? All right. I, like I always send a list on to J5. So great. Well, here you go, folks. This is a fresh as fresh can be. 1954 Bowman looks to be fairly well centered. Um, you know, not perfect, but fairly well centered. Nice corners. Nelly Fox, former White Sox. He's a Hall of Famer. This is going to be gifted from me to you to the Vintage Breaks community. Whoever finishes in first place will get this as the prize today for simply just tuning in and participating on Layton's Loft. Did he Thanks, sign everybody. That, did he sign that Nelson Fox, by the way? Well, it's a facsimile, so he didn't uh -huh. actually do it. But I don't, you know, maybe like he was writing Nelson like when his mother was yelling at him. You know what I mean? Nice. All right. Everyone look forward to trading card therapy. That's tomorrow, right? Yep. And the lunch, the lunch show is tomorrow as well. Lunch crew at noon. Um, trading card therapy will be there at 1 30 or two o'clock. All right. We'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.